think you know? You think you know? Do you really think you know? You you might think you know, but do you know? Well, we're going to show you how yeah. we hope we can make it through a Degrassi viewing podcast. You think you know what it's like to be a neophyte named Frank? You think you know what it's like to be a veteran named Donnie? Do you think you know? Well, tonight we're going to show you how. Do you think? I think nothing. <laughs> My head is as empty as the big blue sky. <laughs> anyway, today we're... Just ep- full of birds. <laughs> today we're back into the Degrassi mini-episode archive. We're taking a look at two uh, mini-episodes. We have Jimmy Walks and The Diary of Jay Hogart. Before we get into this episode, quick content warning. Um, we're probably just going to be talking about a bit about ableism in the first one. Um, but luckily the second one... Um, my voice is still slightly hoarse from laughing so hard and squealing so much over that goddamn mini episode. So let's let's get into it. Like th- there was one day I rented um, Amelie and Downfall from my local library and watched them in an afternoon. The emotional whiplash was n- n- like this was almost as severe as that was. <laughs> those that don't know amelie is about a beautiful french woman you know enjoying the finer things in life enjoying like small beautiful things in a beautiful life downfall is about the last days of hitler in the bunker (laughs) yeah yeah that was a choice i've done similar things i'm not judging (laughs) oh good another suicide i'm having a good time movies are a good time i love the movie I mean, you probably, whatever. We're not here to talk about Downfall. No, we're not. This is not Downfall. You think you know? You think you know about Downfall? (laughs) I wish I did (laughs) it. Anyway, let's take a look at Jimmy Walks. So, um, Jimmy Walks is uh, a choice. Um, So, it opens up with Jimmy at the cafeteria. Spinner joins him. He has flowers. Um, He's talking about how Darcy really wants him to be more romantic, and it is working. Wink, wonk. Um, he, he, I've gotten to first and the third base. I get to touch a shoulder once in a while. Like he is like he's like all right, oh yeah. Um, he's he's feeling great and he's talking about how like Darcy wants to be wooed and like hey Jimmy, why don't you woo Ashley? I get to touch a shoulder with one of those grabby claws. Oh, honestly, that's. Darcy, Darcy has every right to set that boundary. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, no. I'm not. No, it's just, it's just like preposterous. It's just... This whole thing is, is very, very silly. But, um, so like Ashley's walking over and Derek throws a banana peel on the ground. <laughs> and this is the point I should have realized. This is another dream episode. Because right. one, Spinner's not that romantic, competent, not com- competently romantic. And two, ooh, the, 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 I'm like, hmm, I wonder, because Derek is the kind of guy who would throw a banana peel on the ground. I mean, banana peels end up on the ground in school cafeterias. <laughs> yeah, but like that one's so obvious. He just yeah. throws it over his shoulder. He's like, real life Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley walks over and oh no she slips and Jimmy just throws himself out of the the wheelchair. We and the producers shout from the background, we saw the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it's just it's it's a choice. It's 
he he runs over he grabs her he also catches the tray you know the whole entire thing ashley's in awe of him everything like she says like he's her very own superhero and then <laughs> jimmy wakes up yeah and none of that is real. Yeah. And I'm really wondering if this is a tie-in because this is the same year Spider-Man 3 came out. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a Spider-Man reference, right? Like... I mean, it's definitely a Spider-Man reference. Yeah, like, but... I wouldn't be surprised if it, I don't know how much of it is promotion or how much of it is just on their mind or what. It's just, you know... Fun fact, I haven't seen any of those movies except for the third one, which I think I've said on this podcast, which is still, like, the most... Like, probably, like, really encapsulates, like, how few movies I've seen. <laughs> like, it's just, like, how bad is your movie knowledge, Donnie? And the answer is, I've only seen Spider-Man 3. I had a I had a friend in college who refused to watch Indiana and the Crystal Skull or Spider-Man 3 to the point that if you tried to keep him in a room with that, like, he would, f like, physically force his way out. <laughs> Like, he's it's like, look, like, I can either push my way past you or you can let me go. Either way, I'm not watching this movie. <laughs> That's so college. Um, but yeah, so Spinner then joins again, but Spinner is obviously not doing the whole, like, trying to woo Darcy type deal. Um, and and Jimmy just kind of, like, passes a sandwich over and Spinner is appreciative. And Jimmy is just kind of like, right, I'm back in reality. Like, Spinner, like, Spinner trips and, like, Jimmy catches his tray as it hits the thing yeah and he's like oh man like 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 jimmy you're my hero and he's like well you're not ash but i'll take it yeah which i actually think the ending note is pretty good it's just i feel very complicated about these types of things and it also like i think what doesn't quite sit right with me with a lot of this stuff is just like you're able to you you're choosing to explore this because you kind, you know, you have the, you know, you have an actor who's able-bodied. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it, it's like such like a, a, I don't even know what the word is, but it just makes me feel weird. It's like, it's like you're, you're taking, instead of taking the time to like properly like write a story about a disabled character, you're wasting your time with multiple mini-episodes that have had, in some way, shape, or form, had the premise of Jimmy being able to walk. Well, I actually remember reading this in, article, reading this in an article about um, that Stephen King... Not Stephen King. Um, Stephen Hawking movie. Mm -hmm. um, the one where he was played by Eddie Redmayne. Right. Um, where... They were bringing up the scene where, like, you know, Stephen Hawking is giving a lecture... And this woman drops something, and in his in you know a dream sequence, he gets up, picks up the thing, and hands it back to her. And like, there's this swell of strings, and it's like a wonderful thing. And then he's back in the chair. Mm -hmm. And like the 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 writer of the article brought up a thing of like we don't get to just be with this person right in their thing. Like it's it's you never get you're it's like we're not allowed to have you know differently able characters who just are accepting of where they are right like it's always just like you have to remind somebody like oh well this person can walk they're okay like it's fine mm -hmm. like this person can still walk and like or you know um that anyone else but you movie with amelia clark 
I like, don't know it, so. Okay, well, like, at the end of the movie, like, you know, the, the like, she's taking care of him, the two fall in love, and at the end, he kills himself, and, like, leaves all her his money to her, so that she can live the life she wants, and I'm just like, that's a message. Yeah, right, but I, I think you're posing a really good point here, because I think this is the issue with Jimmy in general, is so much of Jimmy's plots have to do with what he lacks. Mm-hmm. And what he can't do and flaunting it is flaunting like the uh that like idea of like what he's missing when as we've like you know talked about a bit on this show is like he has actually you know he has access to a decent wheelchair he has access to like he's able to get places he's able to do stuff he's not like obviously like there is a very real reality of he is still very recently been traumatized through a, through the school shooting piece of it as well. There's a lot that he's still that's still fresh and probably are real feelings that a person can have. But as writers, you're actively taking the time to really showcase that part of his experience. And it is shitty. It's shitty because it's like you could be showing this character making this new life for himself and feeling fulfilled and feeling happy and we just constantly focus on what jimmy's missing well wouldn't it be wonderful just to have an episode showing him as a coach right like showing that he has gifts as a coach right because you could be the greatest basketball player in the world that doesn't mean you're a good coach yeah you could be the greatest athlete but to coach is different, and to see him be able to bring... And I think we see flashes of it, right? Like, he's yeah. able to keep his girls not getting into a fucking fight when they clearly want to. Yeah. He clearly has a knack for coaching. But I think for him to be able to get accolades for coaching, to be able to, like, see his girls see him in school and be like, hey, Jimmy, like, you know, hey, coach, like, you know, show them respecting him and seeing him as this leader, I think is a great way to show how... He has so many talents beyond his athleticism. I mean, just like, and going farther with that, like, show him, like, maturing. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, like, they wouldn't entrust Jimmy with, like, a team unless he had the maturity to handle it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we have this brewing war between Lakehurst and Degrassi. Show him as a peacekeeper in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Of being like, God, this is incredibly dumb. And, like, you know... Like, because there's, there's, violence has taken place. And, like, Jimmy could be like, hey, you know what sucks? Violence. Because you know what does? Cause lasting effects. Right. Like. It's like, in you don't even have to have that emphasize his disability, right? It could just be, he just becomes an advocate regarding gun violence and, like, violence and interpersonal conflict. He could become a peer mentor. He could become so many different things. And it acknowledges what he's been through. But, again, it's not focusing on what he lacks. Because I think that's the issue with all of his plots. Even the plots that we've liked, right? Even if we liked, like, the Kid Elric thing. The issue is what he lacks. It, you know, his thing with Ashley and, like, you know, their their um, their sexual... Uh, how their sexual dynamic has shifted. Is, again, about what he lacks. And even in this is, again, what he lacks. And it's not to say that these aren't sincere feelings, but when you line up all of his plots, including the mini-episodes, and they all come back to this concept, it really shows a deeper misunderstanding of the, of, like, what a disabled character can do. Yeah. 
So I think that's ultimately what gives me the issue with this. I mean, it's just like, it makes me, like, the, the fact of the matter is just, like, you know, dip, like differently able characters are just so underrepresented in TV. Yeah. And, like, just, you know, media in general. But it's just, like, you know, I think about Professor X, like, who's right. the only other character I can think of in a wheelchair. And it just, like, so few plots are about, like, I don't even can think of one that's about that. It's just, like, hey, I'm here with a different mission. And, like, you know. It, and it's complicated, too, right? Because there are a lot of characters that I think would technically fall under being disabled, but we would have to reframe disability as a society to really talk about it, right? Because there are a lot of characters that we see that are mentally ill or neurodivergent or, like, you know, in many different ways. Or or you have characters who, um, I think this is an issue that happens in a lot of uh, comic books and things like that, where it's, like, these are characters that are missing limbs, but they have, like, super, like, high-tech yeah. prosthetic. And it's, like, I think it's just something that this is an issue beyond Degrassi, right? This is an issue just in society and how we look at disability and how we write disability. It's just, it's it's a conversation that I think that we just really have to keep having and we have to have a very concerted effort to keep talking about. I just remember another one, Oracle. Mm, yeah. Um... And also, like, you know, this is also a realm of discussion that Donnie and I aren't in any way experts in. So if you have any, um, you know. Absolutely. Cri is... Criticisms or concerns, write us at ihopod at gmail.com. Absolutely. It's definitely something that um, I always like to hear more about. I'm always trying to look up more about. And, of course, whether it's you want to share your own thoughts or you have recommendations for what to read so we could continue to see this or... If you know of or you've written any articles about Jimmy and disability, I would love to read them. Yeah. Promote yourself. iopod at gmail.com. Yeah. So then we get into... What we think we know. What, what you think you know. Do you really think you know? <laughs> um, so this is obviously... A, Donnie pointed this out. This is obviously a rip off of the old MTV show. Excuse you. An homage. Homage. <laughs> to Diary from MTV. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, there was, there was another biography show, um, that they did with, like, musicians. Beck had an episode on it, I can't remember. There, there were a lot of, I think there were a lot of, like, these types of shows going on. It's like, um, I think it was just, it's just, I feel like there were a lot of, and I think this was, again, before social media was really big. Um, a lot of, like, MTV programming, um, was really into kind of that behind-the-scenes kind of concept, right? Because, like, you had things like Cribs, and then you had things like Diary, and then you had things like, VH1 had, like, behind the music and things like that, where it's just, like, you know, various things going behind the curtains to see, like, what, what, what makes our, uh, our musicians, our celebrities, our whatever was being showcased in the episode. So when I saw this being referenced, I, I'm like still lightheaded from laughing so hard and squealing so hard. Because it just, again, when Degrassi's working with like a, a certain type of um, format like this, it, it just works. I don't know what to say. It, when they actually are like going all in and like they're doing it in a way that is like, it, it's it there is a sincerity to it that just works really fucking well and it is funny but it's still like endearing in a certain in in many ways it's just mwah, i love it um yeah so 
um what's his name uh jay is the subject he's constantly asking us if we think we know um and he like he's like i gotta make my money so like (laughs) he's like you gotta keep ah fuck (sighs) you got people think they know but they don't know and they don't know things about me (laughs) Sorry, what was the line that made you lose your oh, shit? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I lost my shit at the less people know, the more they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, and like the thing is that said with absolute like conviction. Yeah, and you know somebody has probably said that, like, but like it's obviously like a farce in this. Yeah. But somebody's probably said that with like conviction on the actual show. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So he's like talking about how he's like, so he, he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you to work. I know it's kind of boring, but like, and he looks like he's supposed to be going to the garage and we see Sean no less. And we assume again, he's going to, to the garage. He's like, Hey, thanks for covering me. Um, and then Sean's just kind of like, like, you know, and passes along a box and we see like a tie coming out of it and stuff like that. An umbrella. Yeah. Like an umbrella. And Jay gets dressed up into like a Mary Poppins type complete with the accent, which Sean, uh, notices. (laughs) Oh, well, he's like, um, he, Sean is just like, dude, you keep doing this. You're going to get caught. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes you gotta like take some risks to make money and um he comes out and he's like dressed in a in like a suit and he's talking with a proper british accent and he walks away and sean just goes oh good the accent's back it's so fucking funny he like, and what i 100 say this is canon why not like it's just it's so weirdly delightful um he walks into the um he walks into the house there's like these three cherubs waiting excitedly for him um and he's like it's like so silly because it's like he's like have you been working on your tolstoy reading your your (laughs) tiny tolstoy yeah (laughs) and it's like and he's he's great with them like he has fun with them he does like ring around the rosy with them there's like this one moment where he's reading a picture book with them and he's like yeah and my car could totally totally beat this car if we just use some nitrous oxide you know what nitrous oxide is <laughs> it's like very silly like that um and again it's it's i think what works about it is the fact that like he's good with the kids right like it's like there is a little bit of that sincerity of that he he does genuinely like have a connection with the kids and it works well and it's a good juxtaposition to our impression of jay prior to this moment yeah um he plays bring around the rocks he's like who wants piggybacks now, mind you, I would not wear a suit to, to babysit. No, like, but again, I think it's supposed to invoke that, like, Mary Poppins, where, like, she's, like, dressed Mary, Mary. Poppins, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's like that type of energy. Um, and, like, you know, before, it's over far too short. Yeah, and... I would have loved, I would have loved, like, a whole B-plot of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like... See, I read the description for this, and it said, like, he's babysitting some kids. And I just thought it was just Jay as Jay. Like, just yeah. he has a soft spot for kids, and he likes to babysit. But he doesn't let his bros know what he's about. <laughs> the less people know, the more they don't know. So. And then at the end, he sobs. And then, like, they're doing the thing, because they're doing the diary thing, where they just, like, pull direct quotes from the <laughs> And then they just go, sob. <laughs> they also do that for awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. 
it's good. It's good. Again, it is very self-aware, and I think that's when these minis shine the most, is when there's that moment of just self-awareness. So fucking funny. <laughs> oh, God. Like, and for this, this... See, watching these now, I'm just like, they could totally done one where, like, Emma's driving a Mac, like, I'm driving a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Your dreams could have been achieved. <laughs> I, forget, I forget, at some point, um, my housemate, um, might retweet actually from you, Donnie, mm-hmm. like, says, like, I miss early arts marketing, like, 90s and early arts marketing. For of, anime? Like, anime, where it's just, like, there's just pictures of, like, everybody's in a band for some reason. I love Yu Yu Hakusho promo art for that. To a point that I have been at many a con, RIP cons, whenever they're coming back, um, where sometimes you can find those promo posters, and, like, I have sat, like, stood in a con room. One very specific one of Hiei and Kurama, which if you have ever cared about them as a ship, you know exactly which one I'm talking about, where they're sitting on, like, like Hiei's on, a, like, a rock. Kurama is, like, wrapped around him, and his, he's, like, Hiei's wearing, like, this open shirt, and Kurama's hand is, like, under the collar, like, touching a titty. And this blew my mind at, like, 11 years old, like, and still blows my mind at 30, but um, I was like kind of sitting here and it was like it was like a hundred plus dollars and I and in hindsight I'm like you fucking idiot you should have fucking bought it like it's not like like you would have spent a year away from cons anyway you might as well fucking get it but um I think about it all the time because like that is to me like the peak of like anime promotion material it made no sense in canon but fuck it was good well like it was just like the band au and i'm like i know like my mind instantly goes to like everybody in a like i, I know exactly what band gundam artwork is yep there. yep so you like, show also had band art which move things on the drums yep it was like uh fuck what was like kuwabara was on the drums for you it's always show. it's always the the violent boy like the if, rowdy boy. If they did that with Avatar, Zuko would definitely be the one on the drums. No, no, Top. I don't think Zuko. Yeah, I think Top would be the drummer in a in an Avatar situation. Um, but still, great, moi, love that type of shit. Yeah. But I, uh, I would love, I would love more Degrassi promo art that was just as absurd. Because like a lot of it is usually like kind of setting the tone of like the dynamics in that season, right? Because it's like you know manny over on the edge of the thing with her arms crossed and stuff like i would have loved it just like they're wearing entirely different aesthetics i mean like i feel like every show needs that like you know there's just like um you know you're it's like hannibal and like they're all in a kitchen they're making a wedding cake or something like uh uh-oh hijinks just like it just shows you like here's the fun people in this show and here's them doing a fun thing yeah like i think like people people like an au even if they don't read fanfic i think people like an au they don't really maybe don't really know why they like it but i think that oh producer basil do you have thoughts about it (laughs) you know it's like the 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 cast of the cast of the of Jersey Shore, like yes. they're trying to change a flat, like in the situation, doesn't know how to like roll the tire. They have some fun promo art. Um, if you watch, like, like I've seen quite a few of their promo art things, and honestly, Jersey Shore has always had very fun. But I think it's also because of that self awareness. I think that Jersey Shore is just like I've been rewatching the series, um, which has been a delight. I've been watching it with my boyfriend. Um, 
and uh very fun to watch it with somebody who's never watched it and who isn't italian <laughs> very very fun and isn't from like this area either so he's so, so he's never tasted the seaside tony no he hasn't like he hasn't done that no um so i mean i've never had seaside tony um i've had a fat sandwich but never seaside tony i don't think i have either and now that I think about it. Anyway, but the point is, is that they have very fun promo art. But, um, but yeah, anyway. I know there's a song called Seaside Tony, which they play nonstop in my local radio station. Seaside Tony, oh, Seaside Tony, ah, ah. That sounds about right. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, so this is really fun, really self like very referential, very self-aware. Um, just a really fucking fun mini episode. I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. You think you know? You think you know? I think we do know. You think you know? I think we do. And Maybe I think, we know now. I think we know now, and I think we'll learn more next week. I mean, you think you know? You think you know? You think you know? You Basically, think? you think you know? Dahlia, you think you know? You think you know? Juniper, you think you know? You think you know? <laughs>